to Lester the Nightfly. This is your host, PJ DJ. We continue our journey into the world of Chick Corea, this show, part two of a three-part series. And in this case, we look at his piano work and his keyboard efforts, more about his virtuosity than about the ensemble, the jam, the collective. We start with Bella Bartok. Now, why indeed would we do that? This piece that you're listening to right now is one of Bartok's microcosmos pieces, one of 153 pieces he did almost as instruction for the piano. He did these over the course of a number of years from 1926 to 1939, and the final pieces were the more complex pieces that were actually intended for performance in a concert setting. PJ DJ, why on God's earth are you playing Bella Bartok? at the beginning of a show about Chick Corea. Well, throughout this show that we are going to listen to, you will hear short children's pieces that were created by our Chick Corea. Those were modeled off of Bartok's microcosmos pieces. They are Chick Corea's answer to Bartok's work. He was quite inspired by classical music throughout his life. And in this case, he modeled work after Bartok. And we get to hear a bunch of them, and they are absolutely delightful. They're almost like little appetizers in between other pieces throughout our show. So, let's finish off with Bartok, and then we'll get right to the first of our children's pieces from Chick Corea. Thank you. 
This is the great Herbie Hancock and Chick Corea from 1978. It's live. The track is called Homecoming.
the words of Herbie Hancock. I think the 78 duo tour was Chick's idea. I remember the first time that we got together to figure out what we were going to do. I went to his house in Los Angeles and he had two grand pianos there. And it was really funny because we started off playing something, I don't know what tune it was, some standard or something, and we were both very careful. I didn't want to get in Chick's way, he didn't want to get in my way. And little by little, we started taking a few more chances. And a few more, and nothing seemed to be in anybody's way. So we just went and started to go for it. And we were both laughing. It was so much fun that we were having, just teasing each other with what came out of each other and stimulating each other in that same way. Before we even finished one of the tunes, we had to stop because we were laughing so hard. And then we both said, well, I guess we don't need a lot of rehearsal.
That was children's song number 11. Before that, we heard short tales from the Black Forest with Al Diniola from the record Land of the Midnight Sun. Upcoming, this is beautiful, Falling Grace, Gary Burton, the vibraphone player, and Chick Corea did tons of work together. This is from their Crystal Silence record.
This is Question and Answer. Pat Metheny, Gary Burton, Chick Corea from the record Like Minds. Love Pat Metheny, of course. Prior to that, we heard Children's Song Number 7 and upcoming Children's Song Number 12.
Correa developed his piano skill by exploring music on his own. A notable influence was concert pianist Salvatore Sullo, from whom Correa started taking lessons at age eight and who introduced him to classical music, helping spark his interest in musical composition. He also spent several years as a performer and soloist in the St. Rose Scarlet Lancers, a drum and bugle corps based in Chelsea, Massachusetts. That's where he grew up. Given a black tuxedo by his father, he started playing gigs when he was in high school. He enjoyed listening to Herb Pomeroy's band at the time and had a trio that played Horace Silver's music at a local jazz club. He moved to New York City where he studied music at Columbia University, then transferred to the Juilliard School. He quit after finding both disappointing, but remained in New York City.
Going back a few tracks, we heard Serenity. That was Steve Gadd and Chick Corea from the record Chinese Butterfly. We heard Children's Song 15. In that case, it was a little bit of a combo, not just solo piano. Eddie Gomez, Steve Gadd, Joe Farrell, and Chick Corea from the record Friends. And then Children's Song number 8. That was just our dear Chick from his Children's Songs record. You're listening to Lester the Nightfly. This is our second of three shows devoted to Chick Corea. If you'd like to see the playlist, visit LesterTheNightfly.com.
Well, that's the last of our children's songs. That's called the Children's Songs Addendum. And this, our final track, believe it or not, is called Crystal Silence. It's Gary Burton again, Chick Corea, and this is from another record called The New Crystal Silence.
Thanks for joining me. This has been part two of a three-part series on Chick Corea. Next week, we're going to explore other artists who have worked with Chick Corea, including one of my favorite groups, the Manhattan Transfer. They did an entire record devoted to his work. We're going to hear some selections from that, a couple more children's songs, and then Al Jarreau plays a hand. It'll be fun. I'll see you next week. This has been PJ DJ signing off. <laughs>